This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey everybody, you're watching the After Buzz TV After Show for the Girlfriend Experience Season 1, Episodes 3 and 4, called Retention and Crossing the Line. Join us as we break down the episodes and share our thoughts and predictions. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. You keep saying you got something everybody we're going back in time a little bit for little jessica simpson these boots aren't made for walking we figured it was a good jam to start off the show i'm your lead host samantha benitz you can find me on instagram and twitter at samantha underscore benitz and of course i am joined by my lovely co-host samantha davidson hey guys thanks so much for being here you can find me on twitter and instagram at samd43 and robin mcsweeney hey it's robin with a v here and i could be found that b stays busy b-i-z-z-y and there was a lot of walking around going on in this episode. These boots got some traction this episode yes. is all we will say. Burning so, rubber. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Perfectly said. So, crazy two episodes. We're deciding we're going to do a double recap since all these episodes are available to you guys online. So, before we get into the show, let's talk about what we thought a little bit of episodes 3 and 4. Mm. I enjoyed them um a lot. I I'm loving the main actress. I think she's a genius. And I don't really know if this would work with anyone but her. And I just really, it's weird, but I like it. I agree <laughs> with the part where you said I'm not sure if it would work with anyone else but her. Because she's doing a really good job at it. I was really irritated um, with these two episodes. I like it, but I was just mad. I wanted to throw things at the screen. She's making me lose faith in men. And then I'm yeah. feeling like she's getting a little loose, too. Like, I mean, not careful. You right, know? like messy about her getting actions. Getting a little messy. Uh -huh. And I was just kind of like, hold on, where's Avery? We don't see her. Mm -hmm. Don't go down that same route. That's I totally agree. Riley Keough did a great job, and I feel like she definitely brings that edginess to the role that it needs. And she just definitely portrays that carefree persona so well that you almost feel like she just doesn't mind any of her actions and she feels no repercussions for anything she does that may hurt or even tear apart couples. So she's definitely all about herself and we kind of see that she's willing to take it to the nth degree. But she does question her own motives. She does even ask later along in the episode four, exactly episode four, about her sister basically, am I selfish as I seem? And basically, the sister says, no, and you're not a sociopath. So they kind of go into the dangerous territory of that because she is starting to feel something. Yeah, but also her sister doesn't know what she's doing. So yeah, I feel right. like asking your sister, you're not going to get the full response based on the life you're living. Mm -hmm. I, That's a good point. I went out for my girlfriend's birthday dinner uh, last week, and we randomly started talking about the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath. Uh -huh. And it made me think of this episode when she asked that, because when we researched on our phones, it was that a sociopath knew that they were doing something wrong and felt guilt about it, but still did it. Okay. Gotcha. But that's kind of... 
kind of contradicting what this episode said about sociopaths, but the way that Christine acts is very sociopathic because she has this, like, loss over her eyes almost, but and she feels guilt, but she continues to do it. Yeah, it's like a switch. She can turn it on or off, and I feel like she can play the role of the caring girlfriend to her customers or clients, as we say, but when it comes to her own life and her own desires as far as what she wants out of a man, I feel like she's able to just turn it off entirely because she's willing to do whatever it takes to make that money for the time being. Yes, honey. She's so good at it, though, and I believe her every time. And don't come for her. Oh, yeah. Don't come for her because then she really turns it up a notch. Mm. Just like with wifey, she's like, what's the name I need to put in a check? I don't take checks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's not like it was. come with that. That paper. Exactly. That or bus. So, of course, we're not the only ones with opinions on this salacious and crazy, exciting show. So, what are some of the reviews that you guys have seen so far? Well, um, 7.4 on IMDb and an 86% audience season rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So... That's pretty good. 86% is good with Rotten Tomatoes. Anything that's like 80, 80 80-ish, I'm down to go see. I Uh mean, I see the stuff that's below that, too, because I kind of want my own judgment to be... Yeah, they're a little rough, but that's a pretty good one for them. Mm -hmm. I was thinking the same. They're usually kind of more harsh, I would feel, just because most of the people will just criticize, and they don't really care what they put sometimes, and some put a lot of thought into their answers, so it kind of evens out, I feel like. But I feel like because this show is so enticing with the subject matter that they're getting a lot more attention than, say, other shows would initially. Right, right. We also have a Wired review. The girlfriend experience isn't interested in judging the sacrifices and compromises such wealth requires, nor in judging Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> the alias. Um, it's merely, it merely invites us to coolly watch her as she coolly watches others. That's true, too. Mm-hmm. Soderbergh told the New York Times that he wanted stars this he warned stars this would be a strange show and it is not for any stylistic reasons but for the fact that it smartly and unfusely treats sex workers and white collar world as equals mm. and it gets us turned on by conference room discussions as hotel room Trists. Oh, that's so true with David. That's an amazing review because when people have asked me, they say, so you're doing the girlfriend experience. How is it? And I say, it's really good. And then it's almost as though I'm supposed to say something else because I end it in a question mark. And it's just an off-putting, odd show, but I enjoy it and I can't stop watching it. And it's good on Mm -hmm. so many different levels. When you say good, some may think like, okay, like I should watch it. It may not be your cup of yeah, tea. Yeah, I'm not going to tell, like, my mom, you know. Right. Because she asked me about it today, and I was like, it's really cool, but, um, you oh, know. Oh, I told my mom. Like, you don't <laughs> like it. You should watch it. <laughs> this is the mom that I read all three books of, you know, like. Fifty Shades of Grey. I she, knew where you were going with me. that. <laughs> she got me on those books. I had no intentions of reading wow, those books. Wow, my mom showed me those books, too. It must have some type of effect. I was just I saying, say. Mom, you need to watch this. Well, all I'm going to say is I'm going to send you guys this awesome video that was on SNL a few years ago <laughs> that was a fake Amazon commercial for Mother's Day when the oh. Fifty Shades of Grey books came out. Uh-huh. And it stars all of the SNL stars at that time. <laughs> and each mother is, like, basically touching herself in a different way on Mother's okay, Day when her entire family comes okay, in. Okay, we need to just share yeah. that. I, next, I will send that to you that immediately. <laughs> no, we should share it with our buzzers, too. Yes, we will. That's one of my favorite SNL's ones in a while, so. 
Oh, I have another. I have two more sentences about the Wired review. Um, that may not satisfy late night cable owners who tune into the girlfriend experience expecting some easy lifting TNA. <laughs> but for viewers who like a little headiness now and then, it's hot stuff. Right. I can see what they're saying. They're not going to give it away easily because it is a plot-driven show. But I did notice that there was a sex scene very frequently, so I feel like that's going to be the hot button where people are going to say, well, is there subject matter matching to the amount of content that you're showing in that regard? So I think there is, given that they're trying to show the nitty-grittiness of this world and how heartless you do have to be in some regard in order to keep a job doing this and another life where you're working at a law yeah. firm. And I can't imagine how hard it is for the subject themselves to keep up with all that because we couldn't even keep up with it. I mean, one scene she's with one guy, the next she's with the next. I'm like, oh, what? Who, who is that? But I kind of like that she is with guys that aren't sexy sometimes and she's still doing her Chelsea thing. Oh, totally. She's Chelsea, no matter how old, no how No matter how gross. you spin it, no matter how as you throw it. As long as you got that money coming at the end of the date, though, that's the point. Get I that feel coin. like. It doesn't matter the guy or what his background is, if he's married, what he does for a living, as long as he's got the check at the end. And if she's you don't have it, your ass is grass. But AKA Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, boo boo. Here's Couldn't the thing, out. though it's not just about the sex, it right. is about the conversation before, the conversation Good after. Point. Right. Her kind of almost nurturing these men. That is what the girlfriend experience is about. It's Definitely. Probably 50 50. That's why they pay for her, because she makes them feel good in more ways than one. That's a very good point That's and a very a valid point, point because they also mentioned throughout the episode as we're meeting all these guys that they are married and they're going through some troubles at home. So you can see that they're always fighting with their wives on the phone or just little arguments here and there. You know, one wife was interested in pursuing her realtor job, you know, furthermore, mm -hmm. and then another just, you know, wanted to be involved, but the husband is kind of doing his own thing. So you can see that these guys are definitely coming from a broken place and they're looking for some comfort, which it's interesting because as a person who doesn't like to be comforted herself, she loves to comfort others right. for pay. So it works out for her because I feel like she can really put on that facade for them. And it almost makes me believe that she really does care about each and every of the clients. But she does pay attention to what she's doing as she's writing down each person's information in her phone. She does. And she has one client who isn't married. She has one. I, right. right. Which, <laughs> one. which one? That's the, I, I don't know if his name is James, but he's the one that has the two, he has kids that are adults. Older. Mm -hmm. The divorcee. Or the widow. The widow. Yes, yes. Or no, uh... I'm, I'm not sure of his marital status. I just know as far as his kids are grown, he seems like more in his single realm at this point. Yeah. No, he made it very clear that he is not married. Either he was or she passed. One of those two. Here's the thing. I have always been very against adultery of any kind, and it's mm -hmm. upset me to a point that I can't even believe I'm doing this show. But I, it's not that I get it when I'm watching her, but in a way I find her fascinating and right. the stories fascinating. Exactly. To see a different side of it. It is. It's like putting a microscope on something that is totally behind closed doors. And I really like that side because most women are raised today to just be super calm and also to be demure. Don't show everything. Even though we're in a very sexualized place, you know, and right. point in time. But 
seeing that there is both sides you see the married woman who wants to save her relationship and then this other girl just trying to get by who's not really abusing anybody as far as herself because she has no bounds or anybody to go home to herself so she's not really doing anything wrong in her regard but it does cause trouble for others so it is kind of a tough subject it's but they're able deal. to tackle it in a way that makes you almost empathize with both sides I do not empathize with those guys at all. Mm -hmm. um, if anything, I feel like dudes aren't the S word. <laughs> Shady, we'll say. Well, <laughs> you know, an interesting thing I felt when watching Chelsea slash Christine mm -hmm. is that she is so much more alive in her Chelsea self. She mm -hmm. is. And animated really is. and seems like somebody that you would want to talk to. But in her Christine self, she's very Hella like bland. pretending <laughs> she's trying as hard as she can to be bland, probably for a good reason. Right. But is that how she really is? She's just like a bore. And then this other thing, she's like, tell me more. It's okay. I know. Talk to me. Call me mama. Mm. Yeah, she's learning the drill. I mean, she learned the ropes from somebody good, her friend Avery, of course, who we find out in episode three that she dropped out of law school. And, her... and off the face of the earth. Where yeah. is she? I'm happy about that. I'm not going to I am, but then she, like, took, oh, she took, I mean, excuse me, Christine's stuff. Like, she rummaged through her stuff. She's going to yeah. screw her over, that's for sure. And I feel like there definitely is a jealousy brewing because of the way that Christine was able to Which embody we called. Chelsea. We all exactly. called it last week. So that was clear to see. And then we find out that Jacqueline pretty much wiped out her bank accounts, which was crazy because Avery basically just says, I know it was dumb. Like, do you I shouldn't know have... For, do we know for sure that Jacqueline really did that to So Avery? do you guys not believe that story no. then? I do not, not for, for a second because, I, first of all, I do not trust Avery and I from the last I guess midway from the last um episode what was that two mm -hmm. she was already starting to seem a little off to me right and that okay if Jacqueline wiped out your bank accounts what made that okay for you to go through my stuff and still my stuff is that what happened because she just disappeared and we never got that address she, with Christine that she's like, oh, she took my stuff or she was here and now she's gone. I mean, gone. we see right. her bedroom rummage through. Christine yeah. is pretty and she's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. She's, she's also pretty, pretty chill to be like, huh? I know. And then immediately, <laughs> she didn't mind a bit. Once she realizes the room is not the way she left it, she runs to that side um, dresser and opens her drawer and looks to which there's nothing there. She's looking for something and it's not there. So mm -hmm. what I... What I took from that was that Avery is a bold-faced cuckoo chick, and she took her stuff, and she didn't give Jacqueline a chance to even say anything. No, she just went into a restaurant. Last thing pretty that much she said was she used the both of us, and boom, she yeah. felt like yeah. you know. So. We have uh, Alexander Lawrence. Avery went crazy. Jacqueline is a bitch, and my girl Tina Hiroka, one of the amazing fans of After Buzz, and said that. To becoming more herself in this new job is super amazing, the way that they write her character. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree with that for sure, because it leaves me hooked. I know, and I like that she has the double life for now, actually. It's really intriguing to watch, just because you see her put on this face, you know, the game face for work, working at this law firm, where we also find out that her boss, David, gets in a little bit of trouble. He loses one of their big clients, and now he is forced to get their signature back on the dotted line in order to be in a good place again. And he does look to Christine for a little bit of consolation, not only by having her help at the office, but of course after hours as well. 
So we kind of after he's right. not even that nice to her because he feels so much guilt, and right. he doesn't even know that she's an escort yet, and he's treating her like crap. Yeah, and I feel like he knows she's been through something, but he's very stuck in his own head and with all his problems. So. It's interesting that we see them discuss this party, this annual party of his that they all decide to go to, and we're kind of introduced to other characters as well, including David's wife, who they have a quick little tiff right there in the hallway, and she's basically saying, in some regard, you know, that his selfish actions are kind of the reason that they're having issues, and Mm -hmm. she's only at this party for him, so don't say any otherwise. It was such smart writing to me, Uh because there was so much subtext in the very few lines that she said, and we already knew that if he had not cheated on her, Mm -hmm. she would not, he wouldn't be accepting this bad behavior from his wife. Right. 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 Like, that's the path she gets because he's done some dirty shit. Exactly. And it was very smart because it was very short, but the audience knew very quickly Mm, that he had done something. (laughs) We were like, okay, checkmate. She called him. (laughs) Say no more, honey. (laughs) It is so true. And so we're watching this dynamic of those two, which I think is just there to also show us that he's a married man, but there is some marital trouble at home. And so that kind of opens the door for him and Christine later. And then we also see his coworker Aaron putting in extra work in order to steal the deal. She did what she needed to do. (laughs) With what? HPK? HXP? Or XHP. There we go. The third time's right. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so basically she wants him to sign on the dotted line and she's willing to do the extra mile. But, of course, she has matters in her own hands as well. And it's coming full circle. There's these parallel storylines where Mm -hmm. it's a legit lawyer. Aaron, who's not an intern, she right. has passed the bar, has a job as a lawyer, and she's in a way doing a very similar thing that Christine is doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Good point. And she's working on advancing herself, which is a very interesting point that was also addressed by Christine tonight when she is talking to her sister about herself and. She mentions how she doesn't really like spending time with anybody unless they're doing something productive. Right. So yes. what do you guys think about that? I, I wrote the quote down, actually. It says, I don't like spending time with someone unless something's accomplished. There we go. And I thought she said a lot of very fascinating things in that tonight, very sociopathic and odd. But you could tell, I, I it's like I get it, but I don't. Right. I, me as Sam, I love being around people, and I don't need anything. I just, like, want love like a dog. But Christine is like a weird cat. Yeah, I know. That's true. That's a good analogy. You have a cat, too. Uh-huh. I do, but I she's see. a cat dog. Oh, okay. I'm like, I've seen her. I've seen her on Snapchat. Aw. Don't you think there's back. just a lot of selfish people? Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially I think, like, in this everyone show is selfish. See, yeah. Every single person is selfish. Oh, yeah. In every themselves. regard. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel that, I feel like she might be on the wrong team, like, as far as, getting in bed with David you know what I'm saying like I only feel like he's giving her more of a chance because he feels like Aaron has stepped out on him because honestly I feel like he and Aaron have some kind of weird funky dynamic as well like I feel like they've messed around together like I swear Mm. I feel like they've messed around together or whatever Mm. because why would he feel some type of way that she slept with the client to get him back right oh you went behind my back he it's didn't more seem that, that mad. No, no. Did you see his face? He was pissed, but it, it nor- a normal situation would be like, you slept with him and that's He can't be that mad because, A, he has a wife, and right. they're not supposed to be dealing with each other. So, technically, you can't get mad. It's not yours. She doesn't belong to you. But when he tried to pretend to talk to Christine, 
while he's low-key side-eyeing Aaron and the client. What is his name? I just want to call him Mufasa. Um, <laughs> we'll call him XHP. From across the, from across the room. It just seemed like he was just like, okay, so that's how she's playing. Mm. Uh-huh. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little trim too in this action. Yep, I that's know. how I feel, and it might not be right, but that's how I feel right now. <laughs> it's very true. I feel like they're both kind of working the system a little bit, mm-hmm. and you definitely see that as well with Chelsea, who wants to go independent. She doesn't really want to work for the agency anymore after the faux pas with. Jacqueline and of course Avery so now she's telling each and every client as she meets up with them that she's going to be leaving Jacqueline and she hopes to still pursue their business on her own time so how do you guys feel about how she went about it and do you think it's going to work out or is this going to bite her in the butt because we also did see that blackmail photos were sent to her work Kirkland and Allen and she was just sifting through them and it only got worse so what do we think about all of that well, I mean, what else would she expect when she's doing dirty business right. to begin with? So that's going to happen. She can't. She's so smart. Mm-hmm. But then in the simple things that I feel like I myself would be afraid of, she's not. And then it happens to her. So I think that she is just a little bit too confident about what she's doing. And I don't think it's, I think it's going to continue to get like dirtier and worse and more blackmail and scarier yes. for her. I agree. I mean, throughout this, these whole two episodes we watched, all I kept noticing was all the bright open windows everywhere she was. Like after I got those pictures, which by the way, she decided to look at them in the middle of a, a hallway where the <laughs> elevators were, where you know there's cameras. cameras. I was just kind of like, from that moment, I would have been watching my back. I would have went in the bathroom, gotten in the Privately bathroom Privately in stall. the stall, yeah. You know, and then every guy she sees after that, there's these big, you know, panoramic views, these windows. And I'm like, honey, you're dealing with married men. Right. These wives that are scorned and hurt can be hiring, to, you know, And they're um, powerful. Investiga- yeah, yeah, they're married to a wealthy man who clearly has enough money to be shelling out dough to a call girl on the side as well as keeping his wife at home. Hello. Were the pictures not enough to tell you someone is watching you? Mm-hmm. No. She, she, I think she gets off on the someone watching her there. There's something deep inside of her that we don't know yeah. about yet. And she probably doesn't realize how it, this could affect her bounce back. I mean, maybe she's like, I'm single. I don't... Maybe she just wants, like, hell brought to her. I don't know. Maybe. Look at her weird, crazy face all the time. It's gorgeous, but it's always like, hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Very pensive. (laughs) She's very interesting. And each of the guys she meets up with, it seems like she's really utilizing a certain tactic. For instance, she meets up with Ryan for a second time, and he asks her a little bit about herself, and she mentions that she doesn't want to get married. She doesn't want to have kids, and then she lies. I'm assuming this is a lie, Mm -hmm. and says that she has a brother, when indeed she has a sister. Yes, that is what I wrote also, but there is that guy that was, I think, in the third episode. Okay. Uh She meets with briefly, and... I thought that was Craig. Is that... We're losing track. It's very hard to keep track. No, I thought it was someone from her normal life. That is what I thought. And he was in business school. And she goes, oh, you're in business school? He says, yes, you're in law school. He knew her. Hmm, he knew okay. her as Christine. And then we see her having sex with someone directly after Which we, we think thought it's was him, him. But it's just an old man. 
Um, but that is someone I think that will come into play. I think that is someone from Christine's normal life. So we have life. a question mark over him. Yeah. If any of our buzzers um, can recall him, let us know. If not, yeah, let us know let's... what you thought. I know Tina is in the chat, who's a freaking TV genius. So <laughs> oh, help us out, Tina. To... <laughs> And then we also see Kevin, who brings another interesting dynamic, and he wants to have his rates lowered. He tells Bless her kind heart. of a sob story. You know, he's going through <laughs> rough times financially, but he does not want to lose her in his life. He's in love. He's in love, as he says. <laughs> so she, of course, tries to go about the situation very sensitively, and she just says, you know, maybe we can see each other a little bit less. That was like the perfect first answer. <laughs> I was like, oh, you didn't even I think I don't think it on your feet, girl. Get it. She's very intelligent. So I feel like that works for her advantage time and time again. And, you know, so what do you guys think also about the fact that she's maybe considering lowering her rates or will she never do that? Um, I think she set the precedence like she's not doing that it. That I have. But totally at first she didn't. And well, she felt bad. She did. And I... It's, I'm insane. I felt bad for him. What is wrong with me? He's cheating on his wife. Yeah. Like, probably draining their bank accounts to be with Girl, her. Girl, he said loans. He said he was taking out loans to see her. Probably because he That's already rough. had drained the bank accounts exactly. to be with her, and now it's on loans. Samantha and I were watching it, and I was like, if I was his wife, I would have been like, so where's the new car? Where <laughs> yeah. are these loans? Where's what's that $6,000 deficit Hello? in our accounts? Hello. <laughs> exactly. So Tina says that that was Craig, the guy from the first episode. Hey, okay. You were right. She's pretty sure. And that she does not have a brother, and that was the small lie that she was Ooh, able to. Okay. Tina, you are on Get our it, expert. Girl. Alexander, like a, a Alexander of Lawrence said the second part, so both Tina and Alexander gets a Can huge we get the round kudos of applause? from us. Oh, I was After asking our engineers. Love. I was asking the engineers. <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> Shout, out Shout out to Ray. Shout out to Ray. But yeah, I didn't feel bad for him. I was just like, girl, you got to get him off your team. Uh -huh. You got to get the squares out of your circle. Mm -hmm. Seriously. It's gonna, it would be bad at some point if she kept him around. Especially if she's like, trying to go out on her own. He'd be like, I'm going to kill myself. I love you That's so too much. much. And you'd be like, no, 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 no. I know he might become dangerous and mm -hmm. suicidal and stuff. Mm -hmm. We don't need that on the roster. Cut the Ooh. rope. And then things get very heated, of course, with her client, Ryan, who they're out to a lavish, you know, meal they're sipping on some drinks enjoying some cocktails and before you know it some Damn. yeah some <laughs> other couple walks up to them and i just saw it was a man and his wife and you could just see this wife's face from a mile away <laughs> i know this mofo is, <laughs> is that ryan right there and who is that other woman i've never seen her and of course you know they have that awkward conversation and just the eye gaze of mm-hmm i'm i know and i'm she's like, tell kathleen i said we said uh -huh, hi uh -huh. Tell Kathleen I said hi. You. But uh -huh. the look on Christine slash Chelsea's face was so almost chill. like, yeah, she's so chill. But I'm thinking, what is she expecting to happen if she's going out in public, in a public place where this guy is going to have people he knows that are there, right? That he networks with, that he knows with his wife. And he was becoming my favorite. Sucks. <laughs> he was becoming my favorite, and they were doing a lot and hanging out. Oh, and, he's douchey. You know, he's like very that. douchey, but he's so cute. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's just cute. He's probably the hottest of them. Right. So yeah. far, I mean, the roster will surely grow, <laughs> I'm sure. But as of right now, him and then the, the Ryan's older guy. Ryan's got the top spot. You in first place, Ryan. Look he at you. Was, yeah. He was. He got guys... sloppy. He got, like you said, he's a douchey. He got sloppy. He got way too confident. Taking her out. Places, yeah. Let's go annoying. to New York. And before you know it, the New York thing is not happening. So, of course, she waits. Christine waits for a call later. 
and she receives what appears to be a call from Ryan. She picks up and says, are we going to go to New York? I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. And You don't she's answer like, the phone like that when uh -huh. you're doing dirty work? Ooh, and the wife is, is this Chelsea? You know, right well, in. she knew nothing about New York. Now you yes, even told her. Exactly. <laughs> and wouldn't she be suspicious after that meeting? I could see if she didn't know anything that the that Ryan was potentially caught. But seeing him be caught, wouldn't you think that she's going to get wind of it But at like some Sam point? was saying, she was so chill that even after they walked away, she just grabbed her, her um, wine and was like, Sips tea. She's like, what's wrong? <laughs> like, what do you mean, what's wrong? And I mean, okay, this is the thing. I am a Midwestern girl, and I think about things kind of still in that way, even though I've been in L.A. for 10 years. And in my head, I'm watching this thinking, oh, she's just being stupid. But now that I'm talking about she's it so with smart. you guys, I'm thinking that this is exactly what she wanted. She probably suggested that place so they could see someone that he knew. Ooh, so the wife think? would call and offer her even more money. Do you oh, think? wow. Yeah, because that was an interesting thing that happened when Kathleen offers her basically $10,000 to stay the hell away from him and their family. They're very happy. And she basically says, no, I don't take money, blah, blah, blah. And then $20,000 will do it in cash. So they decide to meet up later, and she does receive the cash from Kathleen. That and scene, though, was, I thought ooh, the acting on her superb. part. Superb. And I like the, the way it was shot, just kind of that at a perfect. distance. We're not and all it was in their face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was very good. So I enjoyed that a lot in kind of seeing that Kathleen said to her, I feel sorry for you. So it was an interesting thing because you see all this sadness maybe for Kathleen, but really it was the other way around in her mind. Yeah, but that's a thing but girls that's what say you to do each other. to make someone feel bad for <laughs> yeah. you. That's wrong. a good point. That's no, a good she point. still feels very much bad for herself and her family and what she's going through because sure. of what her douchey husband is putting her through for sure. I'm sure she doesn't feel worse. For but Chelsea she wants more to let her know. Yeah, she's she like, you're pathetic. You're lower than me. Yeah. Take this money. I'm sure you need it. Stay away from my husband and my family. And pity or I will is the worst thing. Like you do not want to be pitied. So I, I knew what she was trying to say when she's, you know, making that comment. It's clearly like she's trying to diss her and let her know that like you're lower than me because basically your actions have proved you to be that way. But in all honesty, Kathleen, do you think you're smarter than her? You just paid her to stay away from your husband. But your husband obviously steps out on you often. Let's it's just be honest. It's going to happen again. Right. So you giving her money for it to possibly happen again, does that make you feel better? Did you walk away from that? Oh, damn. <laughs> Did you walk away from that really thinking like, now she's out of our lives? Because I wouldn't feel so sure. And I wouldn't pay somebody to get away from my husband. I'd be, I'd get to my husband. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really, the, the, the problem here is your husband. Yep. That's very true, and it's so, very uh, common for girls to go after the other girl versus their significant other because it's easier to blame somebody you don't know than the person you've known and trusted. Yeah, you can heart. totally pay off Chelsea, but mm -hmm. are you going to pay your husband too? To but stay are you going to pay me? Christine? Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, just kind of like, mm -mm. yeah. I, I read an interesting thing where writer and sex educator Lux Alptrum spoke with Vulture. And he was discussing, he or she, I'm not sure, um, was discussing this story and how they perceive call girls and the type of relationships that are established between the men and the women. So he said, 
regarding the show. They're trying to make it seem like these guys are looking for a particular type of person, but really with clients of the agency, you keep them coming to the agency because you send them new girls and they don't have to pay for a test hour. Or you just oh. throw them a free hour here or oh, there. Interesting, huh? So that's maybe why someone would go that's solo like versus being in an agency. That's like those little goodie bags you get agency. from the dispensary guys, when you're the I first time there. Oh, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking bag. about. It's just so... Think about us women that are just trying to meet a meet a guy. I know a wholesome guy. You just got to be afraid. Literally you know, throwing a, a bone <laughs> attached to a, a, a string, and as they get closer, you just kind of pull it, keep pulling, reeling them in. Yeah. Well, I, okay, so I yeah. Now when I go around town, I always think that I see because I see these old guys with these young girls, <laughs> and I'm walking around LA now the past week, and I'm thinking this sugar is, daddy. This is not right. <laughs> this is not right. That's not right. That's not right. No one's saying anything. Okay, go back your the business. Norm. It's the right. norm now, huh? And I try to think love knows no age or bounds, but then sometimes you know in certain scenarios you're like, hmm, something's fishy going on with these two, and you can just kind of tell. And so he goes on. He says you make them feel really important to the agency. I feel this is regarding the girls. But the clients that Jacqueline seems to have are clients that would seek out an independent girl in the first place because they want more out of that connection with someone, just as you were saying, Samantha. And they want someone smart and real and pretty who can go and have dinner with them. So obviously, Christine, with all of her skills and brains, exactly. is a pretty big asset to any company, which is why she's probably even willing to consider the fact of going out alone and doing her own thing. She questioned that from the beginning. Yeah. Um, upon meeting Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. so That's a good point. That's a very, She was very waiting for that moment. She was. Ooh. And she's only been two months in. Mind you, it's been two months, guys. I know. She's and making it, major moves. Well, and she just seemed to be so comfortable being like, oh, this? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. No biggie. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, me, it would take a, a, a bit of controlling and... Uh, not my parents probably being alive for that matter. I'd be like, <laughs> my parents are dead. I could do this. I won't feel bad about it. Right. You Seriously. have to see your mom next Seriously. time at the reunion. You're like, hey, what have you been up to all year? Oh, nothing. Just school. Making money. <laughs> Grinding. Exactly. <laughs> so speaking of all the news and stuff, let's get into a little bit of news and gossip. After Awesome. All right, guys. So the New York City premiere photos at the Paris Theater, for fans who missed it, they had some awesome fashion going on, which we have on the screen. Hopefully, I mean, they couldn't look more perfect, as they do on the show. And Clearing up almost, rather nicely. Yes, I almost want some full bodies of just individuals. I yeah. Need. I know. I think we get that on the show. Yeah, <laughs> no, we get way more than full body. We just get a little snippet on yeah. the Instagram. I like it though. They do look very beautiful. Yes, and, and then there's another behind the scenes photo on Star's Insta with info, which is when Steven Soderbergh assembled co-creators Amy Siemens and Lodge Kerrigan to give them free reign. Siemens calls that Soderbergh explicitly told her to do whatever you want as noted in an interview with GQ. <laughs> Which is pretty cool on a show like this to have free reign when you're trying to really, you know, use that subject matter and make a point. Exactly. To have free reign is everything. I so. think they did a pretty, a pretty legit job. And lastly, we have that um, 
Amy Siemens talked to W about the show, which is by design what Lodge, her co-creator slash director, and I were trying to do was to make it so that what whoever was watching would be bringing their own opinions and judgments to it. Sex is such a hot button. Oh, yes. Everyone has an opinion about sex. And selling sex is its own even more heightened thing. If you take on that subject matter, you know exactly what conversations people are going to want to have about it. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. That's what makes this after show so amazing, too. Exactly. They know it, and we're here to talk about it. So as we continue to talk about it, let's get into a little predictions for episodes five and six next week. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So we'll start with you, Robin. What are you thinking over there for five and six? <laughs> so, um, being that Avery just shook, she just went ghost. Um, I'm very curious to see when she comes back, even though some people have watched ahead. Um, we don't, I, I want to know. Look, I'm like, I want to know. I thought that was incompetence. No, never. No, <laughs> no I want to see what the, know, you know. <laughs> I want to see what the hell is going on with Avery. Mm-hmm. I want to know what she took, exactly what she took from Christine, where she is, and I need to know the truth behind the whole Avery Jacqueline thing. Because now I'm wondering, can I not trust Jacqueline? Or is Christine just believing Avery and just, like, is it going to be worse for her going out on her own? Good point. Because there's certain things that Jacqueline buffers. Exactly. It's like a filter to go through. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm wondering. It's like an actor with a talent agency. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm just, I'm a little curious. I'm a little concerned for Christine's. well-being as her going independently as that starts to grow I'm a little concerned um other than that I still think Aaron and David messed around or something and I feel like David's going David is playing Christine as a pawn Mm -hmm. Mm. it's my thoughts (laughs) <laughs> well, what about you, Samantha? I think that Aaron is going to show this parallel storyline throughout the rest of the season with Christine, whereas what Aaron is doing is okay, but what Christine is doing is not okay, even though essentially mm. it is kind of the same thing. Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, Christine is going to continue to get clients that she gets attached to because she's human, she is not a robot. She's very good at acting like she's a robot, but she's not. Hence meeting back up with Craig. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I just I just love the actress, and I think she's so fantastic in the way that she portrays things through, like, not even speaking. Jeez. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, she's definitely very talented. I totally agree with you guys. I think we're going to see more between all the characters, but I do feel there's going to be an enhanced uh, attention to the dynamic between her and David, just because he has a wife, and we saw how that last worked out with Ryan, so I'm assuming that these blackmail photos are gonna kinda lead their way into the workplace some way or somehow. Since they've already been dropped on her desk there, it's only a matter of time before she upsets the wrong person, and then these things are gonna be spread like wildfire. I don't know if it'll go to everybody or just the bosses, but something's gonna have to make her watch her steps a little bit more closely. And then we also see today that she was late for one of her law tests. So, yeah, so this is kind of interfering with her, you know, studies as well. So she seems to be taking more of a full-time job as a call girl versus 
you know, wanting to initially stay more full time in school. So it seems like the life is really enticing her and she may not merge. Yeah. She may not know when to bow out or balance out her schedule a little bit more. I have an awesome prediction from Tina. uh, Tell us, girl. All right. Christine will fall more into her job, not the intern one, and Mm. dig herself into a hole that will completely suck her in a mess and will just screw everything up in her life. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. You're I agree with not you, Tina. Far off, girl. I, I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm dreading it, but I'm waiting for it. Woo! So we've got a lot of excitement waiting for episodes five and six. You can definitely watch us here, same place, same time next week. Be sure to watch us on AfterBuzzTV.com, on YouTube. Also, download us on iTunes, rate us five stars, and leave us a thumbs up. And we'll see you next time. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.